No, but like this but modern football right now. Kane doesn't rely on his physicality yeah. to be successful. Uh, Technique, smarts, left know, or right foot. I already know what Kane's going to do anyway this season. I'm yeah. just waiting until January. What's he going to do? What's he going to get do? injured. That's what he does. That's what Kane and Son do around January time. <sighs> I mean, he could get injured, fair enough. But and they're going to... That's it. That's the Tottenham title challenge gone. They're going to break second. Lampard and Fingers record, though. For combinations. Combinations, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You see the assist that Kane got for Son? That, that's not really an assist. That's why I don't look at as an assist. Like that. It's an assist. Man, that pass... Son did all the work. They all count, fam. They all count. Okay, cool. That's what we're giving us. If you if you say to a if you say to a striker, or oh, you scored twenty goals in a season, but five of those goals were tappings from At least inside the six yard box. That pass, Same yeah, thing, innit? Some guys hold on to the ball too long. You're not going to penalise him for scoring yeah. inside six yard box. I'm not going to penalise him, but that's all on Son. Some guys hold on to the ball too long and the opportunity's gone. All right, guys. Yeah. Already? Is he playing? Yeah. Okay, cool. If that stops looking red, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, like, right now, he's just red, isn't it? He's just red. His number's in the Insta chat, bro. Yeah, yeah. His number's in the Insta yeah, chat. Yeah, yeah, I see. I, obviously, I, I can't call it because it's recorded. Yeah? yeah, but you need to see me, okay? Um, if it's all good, yeah. you have yeah. my number, innit? He, he should, he's in the chat. Yeah, I got your number, yeah. yeah. I'll call him. My friend's recording it. Calm. I love it. Well, I'll see you in like, um, like an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calm down. Okay. <coughs> Well, it's recording, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Look yeah. good. Let me double check. Let's be there. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Let's, let's go. go. <laughs> Welcome to episode 19, 19. I believe. 19. Who knows? There's so many. It's all like a blur right now. Call it episode <laughs> Pepe. <laughs> Is that his number? Yeah, no. Fucking bad. The best player in Arsenal. Bambi or nice. Boy. The best player Arsenal. Yeah, that says a lot. <laughs> it does say a lot. That's on Arteta. That's on it's the boy, the boy Arteta. It's on Arteta, it's on the boardroom, it's on everybody. Anyway, I heard the job's coveted. So if Arteta goes, By there's who? a lot of people that want the job. Yeah, I heard that's nothing. What I heard. By that's who? What I heard. told me. What did he say? He said that a lot of people are coveting that position. They're waiting for Arteta to fill. A lot of guys. says a lot of things. Did he say any names? He's closely connected to the club. He says a lot of things. What we said a lot of things. What has he not said? That do you know if Leipzig hadn't won yesterday, Arsenal would be getting Sabuz, whatever Sabuzala or whatever his name. What is. Dominic guy? Yeah, the Dominic guy. Why? Because basically he's going to Leipzig now because he has something to do with them qualifying for the Champions League. They had the money right. to afford it. <laughs> That's type of luck, luck Arsenal getting soon. <laughs> but anyways, enough of that. You know, we touch on Arsenal and their failures later. Oh, We've got a new guest in the building, the smoothest MF around. This guy, ah, silky in the box, strong as an ox. Woo! What do you want to tell them, guy? Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, so uh, obviously it's Lass. Um, you can catch me on socials, um, Noah Lass, um, on Insta. Um, and yeah, pleasure to be here, boys. Let's get yeah, to it still. Who do you support? Man United fans still. It's been a tough week still. It's been great, a week. great week. It's been a great week. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a great week. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know, like, I don't know, with United these days, like, you just have to try and the good or the bad. Dissociate, dissociate yourself from the club in it a little bit, like. Don't worry, you beat City this week, though. Yeah, we see, that's the issue of the club, fam. That's the issue of the club, like, we, you know, we all, everyone and their uncle can see the club's going nowhere under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, innit? <laughs> but the problem is, he's going to win a game <laughs> every five that's going to be like, oh, you see, he's staying the job. <laughs> that's what I like about And it's just going to... 
keep keep going, man. Cycle. Is that Oli? Oli terrible from Oli. Oli's at the flipping. Oli, keep him <laughs> at the world. Who's that one key win? <laughs> Every time the key win comes when his job is in perilous. I don't know how he does it. Literally, his job is not perilous right now. No, it's not. That's no, it. it's not. That's the problem, fam. If they get bad by City, it could be. Before we go into Man United, let's let's get the initiation questions done. The TNG questions. You know, we go through through them quickly. Let's go. Tells us the tone of the episode, so let's go. For some, it does. Ronaldo or Messi? Uh, CR7. Woo! I'm going to give you that because you're a United fan. LeBron or Jordan? Michael Jordan. Lavi or Magic? Magic all day long. City or Liverpool? City. Mayweather or Ali? Ali. Fury or AJ? <sighs> AJ's my guy. But Fury's the better technician. But for the purposes of this question, I say AJ. Okay. Pep or Klopp? Pep. And what's the two love? Football, basketball, or boxing? Oh, football. Football guy. The AJ question always gets, guys. I don't know, because people love AJ, innit? They like Heart AJ. Heart says AJ, head says yeah, Fury. Because people love AJ, that's innit? Right. AJ's, it's because he's like us, innit? You can see yourself in AJ. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm so saying. it's hard to be against a guy that's, that looks like you, innit? So hard, fam. No, I mean, yeah, it's true. It's true. It's hard to. Uh, that's why. Let's get the business done this weekend. To talk, if we lose to Pulev, mm. then there's no, there's no discussion anymore. That's about what. No discussion about what. Fury AJ, we don't want it. I don't even want to see that fight if he loses to Pulev. You just have to see it. You still have to see. It. Probably get pushed back. fights. You still have to see. No, it. but then it won't be a bigger draw if he loses to Pulev. It'll still be a big draw. We'll, we'll take a hit, but the, yeah, we'll take a hit. Obviously, we'll but take the hit. He'll probably beat Pulev in a rematch, and then we'll take the Fury fight again. Another rematch. I don't want to see that. I need Joshua just to win. Also, Make it clean. I don't want any more distractions. <laughs> from. I, don't want I, it. I also tell people heavyweight division boxing is very different to all the other divisions. It's like a loss is not the end of your career. No, it's not. Exactly. It's not. Like, look at Lennox Lewis. He had two losses against guys who should have lost right, to. Yeah, and that's why people don't really respect Lennox Lewis. No, but I don't. That's always been a message to me, but it's not because of losses. Leonard Lewis was the best of his era. Think, think about think about the way we all talk about Fury today. In that fight against Wilder first time round, he was knocked down twice, fam. We knocked down, but he should have won the fight. No, no, but what I'm saying is yeah. like either one of those could have been like a knockout. Could have been the end, didn't it? That's that's to be how fair, it's fine the Fury fight was actually handpicked for Wilder because Wilder cho- tried to fight Fury when he was at his, when he was yeah yeah, 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 yeah. typical yeah. Wilder yeah, 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 fight, yeah. fighting guys at the worst. Lowest, but then, then you you're always trying to fight the worst version of guys, <laughs> boy. Well, you had the AJ fight. We know you had it, so and he and he ran away from it. Isn't so. that kind of what Floyd did though? With what? Fighting guys like not at their peaks, or is it just Pacquiao that he did that with? Pacquiao won. Basically, he waited until Pacquiao wasn't no, no. like wasn't gonna hurt him. If right, memory yeah. serves me right, he wanted Pacquiao to do Olympic style drug testing, and Pacquiao said no. And why Pacquiao said no, only Pacquiao knows. Mm-hmm. Is and that what he said? If you if, if you go into Floyd and watch his mm. um what's called the tapes back, that's what he always maintains. That's what he says. Mm. And why Pacquiao said no, I don't know. What's Olympic style drug testing different to uh, the other type? Basically, of it's much harder to to. Um, what's called finagle your, your way around if you're um, taking drugs mm. and in the boxing circles some people do say or quite a lot of people do say Pacquiao has been juicing didn't Canelo get caught out yeah he got caught out for some meat apparently you know so I think <laughs> some so Canelo got caught for meat yeah Mexican meat apparently the meat was tainted Mexican meat just how Fury said um, yeah, he ate, you know the reason he had um, some drugs in his system due to wild boar or something along those lines so yeah well, Fury, Fury's been saying that he's been taking drugs though he said he, he takes drugs. No, he's taking like cocaine, not performance hunting drugs. That's performance. Mm. Um, well, big baby, worse than drugs. Big baby, we know what he's on. He took everything. He just had all the needles. And he changed. <laughs> he, he, took, he changed Anthony Joshua's story. 
right. change the story. Because if you caught him, Joshua would have beaten him up, and then he wouldn't have none of this Ruiz. Mm. Yeah, that's why I think Joshua is not going to fight any late replacements anymore. Because that's how that's he's, made that, he's made that decision. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, no, he's not. He's made that decision. That's what one of the commentators was saying. Mm. Uh, you know, he won't, he won't have, allow anything like that Ruiz thing to happen again. Mm. It makes sense though. But as a as a boxer, obviously he's taking on all the risks, isn't he? Yeah, Fury was about to do like, mm, wasn't he? Because he said he was going to have a fight before in December, but then he was just like. I think it was getting later and later, and he just, just yeah. But his late replacement was someone we've never heard of, and even to be fair, most of us never heard of Ruiz. But we actually looked at Ruiz's career. Ruiz was a credible fighter. Damn. White wanted to fight him. Who? White wanted to fight Fury. Because obviously, uh, Povetkin's got covered. Apparently, mm-hmm. Obviously, he's just trying to run away from White a little bit longer. <laughs> I don't know why he's trying to run. Look, he's getting older. But is the maybe he needs time more time to recuperate. Time he, mm. Because obviously, why dominated that fight, isn't it? Yeah, apart from really getting like, a couple body punches and get that, well, you know, that knockout. Mm. Not, yeah, it was crazy. But anyways, I want to speak on a guy briefly. Obviously, before the Spence and Garcia fight, there was a a six foot five and a half super welterweight with a reach of 80. And he just caught my eye. This is the first time I ever heard about him. So I was thinking, wow, this guy, is, his, his dimensions are amazing. He's For his size, he's got quick hands his combinations were great hmm. and he's obviously because of his size he's not gonna he's barely gonna fight him when that's even over six foot one or six foot two in the super world division all around five ten five eleven five mm-hmm. nine and six on the dot and his reach 80 is just crazy and um how tall is he six foot five and a half how does he make weight he's, he's slimming he's, he's young he's like 22 isn't it he's gonna get heavy though oh he yeah he's gonna, he's gonna rise up through the ranks and he's gonna be a real nightmare in that division obviously you've got one of the charlo twins is a belt holder and i think he's multiple belt holder in that weight and my opinion, the guy's gonna be avoided because he's just a nightmare waiting to happen. It's because he's mm. awkward. When you find it's not gonna be a, a normal fight, it's awkward. It's a man is six foot five it's with, awkward, with a mad reach. What, 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 and you've never fought a boxer like this before, so obviously. I think his reach is two inches shorter than either AJ's or Fury's. But but even that, might, it might, he might be at a disservice as well because like he's mad long and he's fighting someone small. He can get inside him. Yeah, they like if he allows if. You can break his reach against side and yeah, mm. he'll be at uh, so He keeps everyone at range. Though. Like, he keeps everyone at range. How do you, you beat him? Like he, the, f- the last fight you had, this poor guy that was like five nine, five ten, gave him a nice uppercut. <laughs> and the guy was so far away from him. He was literally so far away from. Him. He literally, like, at a point of contact, the guy couldn't get anywhere near him. Like that's how mad. Wait, he was. you're gonna have to take punches if you want to hit. Him. If you, but his hands know, are quick. Coming, coming his, inside. His hands are quick. Like, and he, he, I was watching his, his previous fight before he um, defeated the guy, um, knocked him out six rounds. Come with his name, but. I can't remember his name, but he's a decent fighter. And he was even trying to battle him on the inside. On the inside, he's actually decent for his size. Like, he'll be giving you um, short uppercuts, short hooks, short body punches. Oh, wow. like he's, actually, he's actually got a good, um, good career ahead of him. He's only 22, 23. So, but wow. I, I see the, the guys, the belt holders, I see them avoiding him for as long as possible. Because, mm. wow, those dimensions are crazy. Yeah, that's you surprising. Don't want to fight a six foot five bully. Six foot five and a half is crazy. I mean, his record sixteen and oh, one draw, eleven KOs. I mean, I, I'm gonna keep a close eye on his, his career progression. I'm excited for him. <laughs> yeah, uh, hope it, this sounds so gimmicky though. It sounds so gimmicky. All his dimensions. Yeah, all of that sounds mad gimmicky. He's just he's a freak, that athletic freak. Let's see how long he can maintain this level for. Yeah. I mean, he said he wants to take on all comers. I was even interested because obviously one of the Charlie, I think both Charlie twins were there, but one of them obviously was in his weight division. He was there to fight, hmm. and um, he was there obviously to watch Spence because they have the same trainer and stuff like that. And so when he saw this guy, and probably I, was probably the, I assume that's probably the first time he seen the guy in the flesh. 
And, you know, you want Gordon got a good, got a good close look at him. A guy's potentially going to fight in a few chance, you know. Very really interesting. Richarlison's trying to fight a six foot five. Anytime soon. I see them avoiding him. <laughs> Anytime soon. Oh, yeah, I see them avoiding him. <laughs> Is he good technically? You look very good technically, yeah. Some bad. combinations, good jab, good reach. That's bad news for the rest of that division. I mean, bad news. That's if, bad news. If, if his career is set out properly, you know, if his career is set out properly, he's, he's got the right advice. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, obviously, in those lower weights, you have to manage your career. It's all about career management. I really, I really do believe. Because mm-hmm. look at now, look at your boy Bud. He's right now. His career is getting stifled by, <laughs> by the his management, isn't it? He's even beefing his management. His management's even beefing. It. Well, Baron and him, they're, they're, going through, they're, going <laughs> they're beefing each other. So, you know, hmm. the Spence. But it's good, though. Won't happen for a while. No, no, it's good. Because his contract ends um, next October. And the longer they have animosity and beef, the more likely um, Crawford is going to go to the other side of the street with PBC. And then if he goes there, they're definitely going to make the Spence fight. Hmm. And there'll be no excuses. Spence will make any excuses. Spence doesn't make excuses. He's going to make his excuses. What excuses he going to make? What excuses he going to make? I know Spence doesn't want to fight. I know, I don't think he wants to fight. Spence wants to fight. Are you sure? Not to fight. Wants to fight. Maybe not as quickly. I saw a tweet today. Crawford said he's going back down to one three five speed or something. One three five. Yeah, something like that. said that out of his mouth. He said that we tweeted it. Who tweeted? it? Crawford tweeted it. Yeah. He said he go back down to one three five. Yeah. Maybe try to fight them, Jake. But that's nonsense. Yeah, I can even find a tweet if you want me to. Find the tweet because I I didn't see that. <laughs> that sounds like nonsense. But you know. Yeah, what were you saying? Do the talking. I'll look for the way. <laughs> I'm waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> he said something really outrageous to you. We need to, <sighs> need to hear that. What do you think of Spencer against Garcia? I don't know. I'm chatting shit. Oh, I lied. You don't lie about him being that. <laughs> no, I don't believe that at all. Yeah. I don't believe that at all. Are you sure? <laughs> is, the, is the thing okay. at the end? I don't believe that. Huh? He's just he trying, said it he's just trying to cause a scene. He's going to cause a scene. Fat Lemon Chenko, though. Let me take a little dance with him, boy. Or maybe wants, or maybe someone, one of the one three five guys, like the Devante Tank Davises and the Tia Lopez. One, maybe one of those. You think talking smacked tank, him? Maybe Tank will fight Crawford. Maybe one of those talking smacked him. That's why Crawford he said it. But I don't. Beat tank up. Though. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, on to obviously the highlight of last weekend uh, in terms of all sports, in my opinion. Spencer Garcia. Big fight. That wasn't the highlight of my weekend. Spence, you know, back in the ring, looking as good as ever. He's excellent, fam. Your thoughts? Well, obviously it's been a while since he's been in the ring, innit? Mm-hmm. I think, you know, boxing fans, like, sort of around the world after what happened to him in that, in that accident, were hella worried, innit? Whether we'd ever see him again. Yep. So, you know, it's been a long wait, obviously, for him to get back in the ring. I think the fight against Garcia was a good fight. You know what I mean? It's a guy that has got a decent enough pedigree for him to come back to. But again, it's someone who... If he was, if Errol Spence was going to be right, he would win that fight comfortably. And I think, you know, if you watch him, I think he did perform very, very well, to be honest. Very, very well. Didn't really look like he'd missed a step. And I know in the build up to the fight with a couple of the interviews, I think someone was mentioning to me how he looked a little bit sort of like sluggish in like the way he was speaking and stuff. Mm. Um, but when he stepped in the ring, from minute one to, to the end of the fight, to be honest, it looked excellent. So, and, um, yeah, I mean, for me, I'm looking for, I'm, I want to see him fight Crawford as soon as possible, innit? But I know there are other sort of like boxing purists out there that want to want to see him in another tune-up fight before before we see that. So He can't, he can't fight Crawford straight away. This is what I'm, say, this is what I'm saying. He can't fight him straight away. He can't fight him next fight because 
obviously that layoff of 30 months is quite a lot. It's mm. quite a long layoff. I would always say two fights. Two fights before you fight a team. So the next, after the next one, then you can think about fighting Crawford. Mm. Um, obviously, if he fights him, if he fought him now, I would I would favour Crawford. So, like, mm. it's more battle-tested. He hasn't had that break. And obviously, he doesn't have the demons chasing him. But as well, when you're in a crash, it's like a collision as well, isn't it? It's so, there's another thing you're protecting on your body. As a boxer, you're protecting that. You don't want to get hit again. Mm. Maybe wherever he, got, where, wherever he got injured. So... He needs another fight just to tune himself up before he fights Crawford. Uh, I can understand that. Crawford is Crawford is he's, he's significant levels above yeah. Garcia. So the fight will just be completely different. I, I can understand why you want to see like another tune-up fight. But yeah, it's just exciting, obviously, as a fan to mm. see him back in the ring. See him looking good, so. It is. It is. It definitely is. But yeah, to be fair, the way boxing's going and you need a live gate, like Tyson's joining 80 mil, I'm sure that fight, Spencer <laughs> and Garcia didn't draw 80 mil. We need to have the big fights. Like that's it. That's what the sport. That's what the sport's predicated on. This is even one of the reasons why Mayweather's fighting Logan Paul. Like, (laughs) like boxing's becoming a joke. It's becoming a joke, and these men need to have the big fights to like restore some credibility. Like literally, because if these YouTube fights keep on getting the big purse, like no one really care about the real boxing. It's a tight. It's a tight one. It's a very very fine line because, in a way, I have I. I really admire what Mayweather's done because when, especially when he started his career, boxers themselves had no power. Uh-huh. Like they had no power over their entire careers, over their fights, over purses, all of that. Towards the end of his career, he'd completely like turned the tables, obviously create the creation of his own sort of like promotion, promotional organization. TBE. TBE. <laughs> You've got him obviously controlling pretty much everything regarding the Pacquiao fight, everything regarding the McGregor fight, everything probably regarding this Logan Paul fight. I mean, as a purist, you look at it and you think, you just you know he's gonna win. Do you mm. know what I mean? So if you're a boxing purist, you, 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 there's, the fight doesn't really interest you. But because of the following that Logan Paul has, yeah, he has a following. Bro. He's got such a massive following. People will just watch it because it's him in it. It's all these young kids. All these young kids on YouTube. He's never my YouTube. That's all it is. When you think about it, that man, he's got the massive like KSI or that man. They've got big followings. Big followings on the YouTube. Big big followings. That fight, KSI Logan Paul, probably drawing more. Than some of these big boxers, you know, exactly. You one day just fighting in the ring, no way, no <laughs> way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> what was the game? They, they offered you 250 bags, you're not fighting. <laughs> 250 bags, to to fight fight they will knock me out though. 250 bags, not to fight who to fight Logan Paul. They're, be- they're beating me now. They give you a year's training, a year's I get a year's training. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. If you don't have a year's training, you're getting beat up. You're getting punched up because the pools take it seriously, you know. To be fair, like to be fair to Logan and Jake, they're both taking it seriously. Hopefully, Kay Sizer was still out doing that. I'll actually then fight Logan again because. That was that was interesting. That's, that's yeah. you want to fight three times. Um, who, they drew the first time, I believe. Yeah, you know, dead rubber, you know, rubber meets the road type of thing. You see, this is this is exactly what I mean, though. You want to watch that fight because of the personalities yeah. in it, yeah. not because of the <laughs> technical ability. Not, not because of the technical ability. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. What happens if that what, balances what you have the, to like, strike? Worst case scenario, like what happens if Mayweather actually loses? <laughs> like, <laughs> If it, like we know, like, like it's not it's like, impossible. Is it nearly? It's like it's is impossible. It impossible? It's but impossible. What happens if like Logan Paul just catches? Maybe we're just adjust the thing and Logan Paul <laughs> what? knocks him straight up. Okay, um, and then what happens? Uh, I don't I, know what to say. I mean, it'll be obviously devastating for his 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 whole aura, his demeanor. You know what he stands for. I mean, yeah, but I think that's very interesting. Even though Floyd Mayweather was my favorite boxer, and I think he was the greatest of all time, I would still like to see how he would rebound 
from a, a I just, loss. See, I can't, I can't lose, even. I can't even think. About I'll tell you what, what I would say. To lose, yeah, it's happen. calm. But to lose to Logan Paul, well, I'll tell you what he says. What, what he comes out with. Where Paul beats him like a knockout. If, if anyone beats him, but if, if it happens to be Logan Paul, let it be Logan Paul in it. I'd like to see what, what he actually says in response. He'll be in trouble. He's built his whole brand. Yeah. He's built his whole brand and not lose so his whole brand. Man, man, but I think he'll be like, you know what? It's not a big deal. I've got 800 million in the bank account. You know, I think that's what somebody would say. He'll be saying, he'll be talking money for that long. But remember what he said in the, that interview, interview with Shannon Shout, where he was like, if you're with me, you're winning. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. for him to get knocked out, like, think about it. If Javante Davis loses, mm-hmm. he, Mayweather's not going to be that supportive of him. He can't tell him how to rebound from a loss, can he? I get what you mean. He yeah. doesn't, for his own experience, yeah. he doesn't know how to. He doesn't know how to cope like, with Actually, does, well, not pro. Obviously, from when he got robbed in the Olympics. Yeah, in the amateurs, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But not pro. Well, amateurs, you know what it is. Some of the, some great amateur boxers were losers in the, uh, losers in the real thing, isn't it? So it doesn't really matter, is it? It's true. Sure. But, I, you know, you know, he's back to the Spence. I mean, he's now 27 and 0, 21 knockouts. Garcia's gone down to 36 and 3. He also has 21 knockouts. I mean, um, Derek James, Spencer's trainer, who mm. should be trained at DA, he's got two unified champions in his stable. Mm. He did say um, that this is the, one of the biggest comebacks in sports. I mean, especially, yeah, come on, it's right now one of the biggest comebacks in sports. Do you guys agree? Comeback? Comeback. Is, obviously, he came back from basically death and it's now. You know what I mean? Just because. Biggest no, I would say, I would say, um, it was a Spence thing, obviously. Talk about big comebacks, but. Garcia's a credible fighter. Uh, Very credible fighter. Fam, I can think of a couple of athletes that have come back from a, from worse and plus Spence is not that big as a leb, I would say. Exactly. So he doesn't have that draw. Like when he when you talk about his comeback, it's not like a redemption because Spence doesn't really appeal to the masses like that. Who's come back recent day? Uh, recent times, who's come back from worse or for more? As in like a catastrophic catastrophic injury. Could be anything. Catastrophic injury, drugs. Like had a motorcycle accident. Alex Smith almost died from that. Yeah, Alex Smith had seventeen surgeries on his leg, um, and he's playing almost now. Died. Alex almost Smith, died. What happened to Alex Smith? Was it motorcycle accident? Oh uh, well, he broke his leg on the actual on the field. Broke on his the leg field. on the field. Yeah. I think I think he had corrective surgery. Yeah. Obviously, surgery went wrong. Damn. Had mad infections. Almost died, and then came back. And so he's come back this season. Mm. Damn. Shout out to him. What position does he play? Quarterback. Quarterback. What team does he play with? Washington. Uh, Washington. Washington. Fair enough. Rufflesburg, has he got back, gone, gone back to a Super Bowl after his, after his motorcycle accident? I don't think was he that had. after or before? I think it might be after, you know. I think, I think it was, I think it was after. What team was he at again? Rufflesburg? I think it was between the first and the I second. Was, oh yeah, he's been back. He's been back, but he lost, he's been back twice actually, but he lost one. Because he lost against the Packers. Uh, Rufflesburg plays for Steelers. Plays for Steelers. Which, but oh, he's, a, he's a champion? He's a champion, two yeah, time. he's a champion, two times. Yeah, fair enough. But to be fair, to be fair, maybe when it comes to the boxing, yeah, Spence, Spence coming back from a car crash is mad. Mm. To be where he is now, so he, when it comes to boxing, that is probably the biggest comeback, like coming back from an actual car crash. Yeah. James said sports. Derek James said sports. Well, for sports, when was Ben Roethlisberger's crash? Probably like twenty mid two thousands, somewhere between oh seven and nine. Yeah. He's only just come back this season from elbow surgery. Yeah, so missed the whole of last season with elbow surgery. NFL does go through some mad injuries when it comes to the collision, but I guess boxing as well. Like, think about yeah, those ones that they, they, those orbital fractures, like. It ended um, Anthony Ngogo's career, fam. Kel Brook's not been the same. He's not been the same. And they say, like, Dubois might... Did, did one what orbital bone in one fight, did the other one in the following fight, didn't he? Yeah, Golovkin and Spence. Um, well, I should have never taken the Golovkin fight. 
I don't know why. That's it. We said before, yeah. mismanagement yeah. of career is crazy. Um, let's, but change, let's change gears, man. I just want to touch on the fact, yeah, actually. Okay. You want to yeah. still touch on the fact? Touch the technical aspect. I would say, when I was watching the fact, I watched it start to finish. I stayed yeah. up late. And just seeing how sharp Spence was, mm. you know, the leading with the jab, the diversity of punches to body to head, which is very important in boxing. I would say, you know, I always like a good body puncher because, you know, it keeps people guessing. If you're just going to be headhunting like the bar was against Joyce, it's very easy and predictable to finish. Maybe like Anthony Yard was against, um, what's his face? Apparently Yard didn't even box before. It didn't spar. Apparently, doesn't spot enough him and Tunde Jai lines in the camp. Mm. Just them guys are very delusional. I mean, Yard, Yard's got to think about changing, either changing the trainer or bringing someone else in to help him because. Well, his career is not going to be the same anymore. He still can be the same. Well, he still can become world champion. Yeah. But he's twenty nine. He still can because he's at he's at just below just around world world level. But mm. him and Boatzi, that fight has lost his lost steam. He needs to be after the rematch. The next couple of fights are very important. For him, next right? couple of fights are important. And, uh, he needs to bring another heading because from what I'm hearing, there's, there's lack of sparring. You can't have that at this level. The opponent just does pad work, which is good for like technique and working the punches, but... How can you man respond? Number two, man number two good. Man number people are punching you, but you need, to, you need to be, as a boxer, what, you need to know how other people are going to punch you. What, <laughs> what, so, like, sparring helps to build instincts. It's like repeating actions you're going to do in hey, a match. Mm. had a terrible two weeks. So. Crazy two weeks. For example, it's like a footballer that doesn't practice finishing training, like, <laughs> or, or co- movements or arcing around, stuff like that. It's like a footballer, it's like a striker that practices finishing with no goalkeeper. No, yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah that's it. And then, <laughs> and then when the keeper comes, it's their back. Uh, you need to learn instincts. You need to learn little, just little nuances that you can't really, like, they need to be replicated because mm. you don't replicate them. You want me to practice them in a match and these are the things you're missing out on. If you had those those things embedded with him, he probably might have nipped the Kovalev fight and he, might, he probably would have beat Linnarth as well. So mm. that's two losses. That's two losses which could have been Potentially cool. avoidable. The last one against the Alpha definitely avoidable. Kovalev, okay, cool. He's a bit old, but he's a, a great, he was a great world champion, Kovalev, so fair good enough. Fire. Good fire. But, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, so what I liked about Spencer Love is, is his defense. He didn't really take that much damage, you know what I mean? And he was catching and uh, slipping and blocking a lot of um, Garcia's punches. And Garcia, credit to him, he actually gave a lot of output compared to what he used to do. Because if you look at the numbers against um, Furman and, and Porter, he got out punched. Um, well, they threw at least 300, 200 more punches than him in both fights. And this fight only spent only three seven more. So you knew guys. So that showed guys. He was actually output was up. his output was up, and that's mm. what he's been very. Um, was it his dad critique for? That he should have been even more active than he was, or something. Like Probably that. yeah. His dad was saying. I mean, but mm. it's, it's easier said than done when you get caught. You know what I mean? A lot by a guy of Spencer's caliber. But if you feel like he did against Spencer against Porter and Furman, he probably wins those fights. Especially especially the Porter fight. But you know, is what is. Mm. I guess. Is what is what is you know. Uh, let's talk football, man. Let's start off with. Um, a special team. Man United. <laughs> They're fresh in their memory right now. Manchester United. They're fresh in their memory. Ah, boy. Well, more reasons than one. Ooh. What are we, are we starting on Saturday? Uh, actually, let's talk about your current trend. What's this thing with Man United always going poor first half? What's uh, going on? Listen, the first thing I want to say is Ole Gunnar Solskjaer just needs to leave my club in. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing. Now, with a lot of these like games that we've had recently, where we've gone a goal down, two goals down, and then obviously come back to get results in the game, your average football fan will look at that and think, oh, you know, the manager's made changes at halftime, like he's done well, look, his substitutes made an impact on the game, Roddy Dar, whatever. If you know anything about football, you know that he's making tactical and set up errors at the start of these mm-hmm. games. 
And it's evident in the first 10, 15 minutes of each of these games where we're going goals down and going behind. Now, games like Southampton away, like West Ham away, okay, it's great to come back and get the three points, whatever. Mm. But those are games where simply because United have just got a talent sort of surplus to the teams that they're playing against, mm. more times than not, you, you know, you're going to find a way to get back into the game, get something. So it doesn't surprise me if you come back in those. When you step up to the Champions League and you come up against sides that are top two or three sides in Germany, like, like Leipzig, top side in, in France, like PSG, you give these teams one, two go head starts, you aren't coming back. You're not coming back. So when you watch United on, what was it, um, Tuesday night against Leipzig, again, the first half performance is just so bad. It's just so bad. I think the issue was here yeah, with Man United, especially in that Leipzig game, is that you came and played so defensive. Was, it makes no sense, man. And I'm like, Man United can't rely on the defence. Like, the way you play, you guys you have, that's they're a, not really good defensively. That's only against PSG, though. Earlier on, earlier, on in, earlier on in the same group, United have beaten that same side 5-0. Yeah. yeah. The and same they played, side. And they played with the four at the back, though. When they played PSG as well, they had Tanzebi. They had athletic what was defenders. He? What was he for Tuesday, Tanzebi? Tanzebi's out of the squad, fam. No. Out of the team. Not out of the squad. He came on. I mean, and they put Foster Mensa, but Wambasaka had a nightmare. And abs- do you know my- the issue with Wambasaka has is that he's great one on one, but he can't mark space. Hmm. Like, and that's an issue people are, are normally a lot of converted fullbacks have. Like, obviously, positioning. Yeah, positioning. Like, it's he positioning. can't mark space. That's why Angelino was blowing his mind. Like, he hmm. didn't know where he was half the time. Like, normally he knows where the winger is. He can just go. It's there. all about positional yeah. sense when you're a fullback. You need to make sure that you're not getting exposed by whichever run a certain winger is making, either inside of you or outside of you. But Because Angelino's not a traditional winger, he's, he's like, he's he's going to drift. He's going to drift. Like, sometimes he's going to be really in, infield and he's going to mm. come outside. Mm. Like, Wamasaka was didn't know exactly where he was going to be. And when he was making mistakes, he was just losing. Or he wasn't even God. Like, see, when you watch when you watched AWB play for Crystal Palace... He looks fantastic because in that system, most of the games they're playing, they're on the back foot. He's deep. So it's literally one-on-one. There's probably not a lot of space behind him where he is in in his area of the pitch. So, and if you've got someone like Wilfred Zaha as your teammate and he's saying, I can't beat this guy one-on-one, he's probably going to look very good against most wingers Mm. that come up against him in that system. When you are playing for Manchester United Football Club and you're expected to dominate games from the outset, as a defender, whether you're a fullback or a centre-back, you have to be comfortable defending one-on-one and defending in space. If you can't do it, you're going to get exposed so time and time again. That can't, not only, one second is probably the only one that can mark one-on-one players, not space, but your centre-backs, I do not trust them. They can't so, do that either. Yeah. They can't do it either. Harry Maguire, is, is, he, can't, he can't shift his feet quickly enough mm. when dealing with strikers that are Nifty. quick and nimble around him. He can't shift his feet quickly enough. So again, with like playing for Leicester, system suits him. They play three at the back, play for England, sorry. They play three at the back. Leicester play four at the back. But both those systems, deep. Balls come into the box, heads it away, fine. He's protected by probably one or two DMs in front of him. There's not, there's not, you know, he's not, he's never really exposed. When you're, when you're Man United centre-back, how many times did Rio Ferdinand have to defend one-on-one yeah, during like United's glory? Like, I mean, you know what I mean? If you're not able to do it at this level, but Vidic did it. And he wasn't really quick. But Vidic had his, his mentally was very, very good. And plus, yeah. the way that see, even even Liverpool do this, the way those defenders do it, because one of them has speed, 
One of them will drop. The centre backs compliment yeah, each other. Yeah, and then compliment. True. And then one of them will be the more aggressive one. That's centre backs compliment each other. That's, that's, that's one of the reasons United. why Arsenal said about Pierre when it was Koscielny and Marlon. Both of them were aggressive centre backs. Mm. Not one of them knew what, like how to play the, the covering role. So mm. they never played well together. But when it was a Mertesacker, because Mertesacker, like, he's, he's a bit more knowledgeable of the mm. position. That's why they were better partners suited to Mertesacker than they even, were to the... Even going back to Campbell and Colo Torre. Yeah, so one schools. of them, like, sometimes you, it's the dynamic of the centre backs. I always said that as well. Harry Maguire, for him to be close to his best, he needs an athletic centre back next to him. Lindelof is not that athletic centre back. Lindelof's been better than Maguire this yeah, season. I'm not saying he hasn't, um, but for does, they don't complement each other. other. I mean, the, the best centre back, um, in my opinion, that um, United have would to, to complement um, Maguire would be Baye, but Baye's always injured. Can't yeah. And Baye's got that just that what's because he's got that um, rash. rash decision, but rash, was ready yeah. to be, be pushed. I mean, Tanzebi has the ability maybe to be. I don't know if he's consistent enough, but, I, but I he's not in the team. The day, also, another one as well. A young centre back. So. That, what's his name? Another young centre back. That Mengi guy. He's very athletic. It's very good. Oh, they're gonna bring him in. They, they should do. I mean, to be fair, I think. Well, my United can result the right back thing. But I'm like more games will get better. Mm. Centre back. We obviously we need an addition. I don't know why you didn't go for Gabriel. If, and if he didn't, you should have. If you had Gabriel, that would have been a perfect addition. But mm, that, Gabriel, but the issue maybe probably for them. More than the centre back, more pressing is left back because they brought Tellers in. He doesn't look like he's improved your team at all. He doesn't. Look I don't, like know, I don't know about. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I think. I think Tellers. You can you can see the quality that he had when he was playing for Porto. He, for me, when he plays for United, you can see the quality as well. You think so? I, I think. It. I think it's it's the fact that he, unfortunately, is playing in a defensive unit mm. that is just not functioning mm. correctly. It's just not functioning correctly. So it's going to make him look. Make him not look great. It's gonna make everybody else not look great. And I, I don't know. I mean, the setup as well in front of that is very inconsistent. Mm. It's not like United have a set system where they're gonna play four three three each game, four two three one each game. Even if they're gonna play five at the back each game, it's nothing. It's not a settled system. Mm. So what you're asking, sometimes Tellers is playing left back. Sometimes he's playing yeah, left wing back. Yeah, yeah. They're two different, two different roles. You know, it's not always easy going from one to the other. So especially when. Games are coming thick and fast against quality opposition. So, uh, well, even even that you could talk about the defense, you can, but uh, your DM role was a bit inconsistent. Obviously, you, Fred comes in there, McTominay <laughs> seems to be the guy that's now the, <laughs> the main why. guy, and then obviously you sometimes you play Pogba. I don't Pogba doesn't want to Pogba that deep doesn't make sense for that team, and then you got Van der Beek. I don't know. I don't know when Van der Beek's actually going to fit Matic. in there. Matic. And Matic, Matic as well. Matic can only play like once every two weeks. That's yeah, what is, that's mm. all he can do right now. Mm. And then obviously your team relies on Bruno. It's all about Bruno, man. Talisman. It's all and about Bruno. Bruno F. But I'm happy that Bruno's the talisman. So I said, this, uh, as someone else even said, if Bruno's a talisman, you know you're not going to win anything. So they need someone else. They need if someone I win anything, what? Mm. Is it FA Cup or Carl Cup? We know, we, know, we, know, we know that's not sufficient because that's keeping a man in the job right now. And that shouldn't be keeping him. Well, Bruno is single-handedly keeping Oli in the job. He's keeping him in the now, job. Even when the game, the Champions League game, when he came on, when he started, but when Bruno started to kick him to gear, he looked, he just, he's such a good, I mean, he can be so effective. He's effective. Not, effective not, no, I wouldn't say... <sighs> he can look terrible It looks times, terrible. Can the thing look is with Bruno times. is that he's so results, his results driven, fam. His results driven. I like Bruno. I mean, of course, he sometimes tries to think a bit too much, but quick actions, quick can't, shot, quick pass. Can't fault the numbers cross, either. Like, he, he makes things happen. Creates chances, scores, man, goals. Man. But the thing is, uh, with Bruno, I can just... He doesn't overplay. I can see, I can see Bruno going through a, 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 like a, like a bad spell. 
I'm the, way the way he plays is like, if 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 his confidence goes, he will start overthinking. Yeah, but you see, this is the thing. I don't think Bruno's the type to have his confidence go in that fashion, whereby he'll he, go he five, start, six, seven games. You don't just think Bruno's terrible? I mean, the he, thing he, is, he, Bruno's game speed of thought. So if he if he starts to overthink, that's it. I don't see, I don't really see. Him I don't see. I, him I, like I, I can see things not coming off for him. Like, I don't seem really overthink. He's also gonna shoot. He's also gonna do I quick actions. A big thing for a big thing for me as well is I think Bruno's intangibles, in terms of leadership, are levels above what you find throughout the rest of that United squad. And he's the reason why we made the top four last season. To be fair, I think so, Rashford's a big game player. Isn't he? Rashford is the guy that keeps, seems to turn up in the big games for these guys. Rashford. Uh, yeah, Rashford. Yeah, Rashford seems to be the man. He didn't turn up this week, obviously, but normally in the City games, it's Rashford that normally gets a goal. In the Arsenal game. Rashford is always the one that seems to be around would it. You, would you take Bruno at Arsenal? What, why wouldn't I? Like, what, what do Arsenal Because <laughs> 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 uh, Arsenal fans are trying to be picky. So you know what? I, you I, know what? I will say reason. one thing. Uh, the system that Solskjaer runs, which mm. is no system, actually suits Bruno because he's not even restricted. Yeah. No if, if Bruno played at Arsenal, he'd be restricted because I think from what I can say about Arteta, he's very much like, he wants to be in every single detail of the game. Like he's he's building passing system and passing networks. Blah, you see, the key, the the thing about that is that will that will basically explain why Arsenal is struggling to score goals from open play. Yeah, if he's trying to be so nitpicky with every single little detail, I think I'm not sure if you guys remember this, but I think Pep Guardiola was talking about this a few years ago. I, I remember hearing about this when he was going to Barcelona. Or oh, it might have been like Thierry Henry talking about Pep at Barcelona. He was like, the final third. at Barcelona, it was literally all Pep Guardiola would do would teach Barcelona, the, his Barcelona team, to go from back to front, from the um, first third to the middle third, and then get to the final third. He'd say at the final third, he'd leave it to all of his creative players. Yeah, go express yourself. Go and find a way to find holes in the opposition defence, score goals. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't think Arteta is doing that at Arsenal. Question, obviously... You know, there's difference between Messi, Eto, Henri, Villar, Pedro, and but at the same time, I, I agree. But at the same time, the it's not like Arsenal are struggling to score goals against Man United, Man City, Liverpool. The games, it's not like you're playing all of those yeah, all those teams each week in week out. Too. You're it's, you're struggling to score goals against sides Everyone. that you should really be banging. <laughs> so there's so Arteta has been a bit. I don't know where it came because the back end of the last season. Um, we were scoring goals. Things were happening. I don't scoring know. goals. I think the, the what was what I found really good with Arteta to the back end of last season was that in big games, Arsenal used to be very easy to play against. Yeah, very very easy to play. You knew how the other team were going to beat Arsenal in that game. Yeah, you just knew it. When they played in the FA Cup, I think the semi final mm. against City, the yeah. FA Cup final against Chelsea. You know these obviously City finished second in the league. Chelsea finished top four. These teams outplayed Arsenal throughout the majority of the season. Yeah. On those days, Arsenal were definitely better than both of them, but, and but deserved to win on both yeah. in both games. So I don't know. What happened is that I think Arteta thought he had stumbled on a system because he played those teams, and he was like, mm. "Okay, if I play this way, I know I can win against the big teams." But what you need to understand is that. The teams that you're facing them, they're trying to take the initiative. Correct. And when you face other teams that are not trying to take the initiative, it's like, oh, you now have to, you have to, make, you have to make the decisions. Mm. And then, obviously, as this Arsenal team is, there's not enough creativity in the final third. And the game is very structured to go down one side of the pitch. Mm. We're trying to get the ball to the left. Yeah. Because that's where the players are. That's where Tierney is. That's mm. where Saka is. That's where Bamiyam normally goes to. And then when a team figures that out, like, oh, if we go down the left, if we stop Arsenal on the left, like, Arsenal have no idea. Mm. 
and you go to William on the other side, and William doesn't actually look like he has a clue like if he's playing football these days. These days. Oh. And then through the centre, like you're relying on Tobias, Shaka, Shaka, and then you're playing Willock sometimes. These men are not. They're not it. Like I know a lot of people like Sabas because it's it's just because he's Spanish. See, if his name was like um, Kenny, his surname was like Danny <laughs> Kenny. Well, you'd be saying, "Oh, what's this man doing?" That's one of that's that's another one of the things that I think over the last four to five years, even me like looking at it, I can't even put my finger on it. How have Arsenal gone from that squad that they had under Wenger from about 2013 to 2016? That squad, that Arsenal squad, Ozil, Giroud, Alexis Sanchez, um, Ramsey, Ramsey. Yeah, Wilshere. even Wilshere was in there. I think you had Rizicki as well. Even Song, yeah. All, all of guys. these guys. How have you gone from that to a squad now where, if I if I if I say Aubameyang, Gabriel, Leno, no Leno, no no no. Leno is there. You wouldn't count Leno as a quality player? Leno, Leno is, right. is a question mark right now. So it's, so it's just Aubameyang and Gabriel? Is it Aubameyang and, and Gabriel and Partey. And Partey, that's it. That's I would say Arsenal should have kept Saka. Saka's a bullshit. He's a bit too young. I would say Arsenal... I'm saying the quality of the squad's gone. What's his name? We should have kept Martinez. Or should, I would say we should have kept Martinez. Yeah, we should have kept Martinez. Well, hopefully... Well, we have to rely a bit heavily on Martinelli as well. And he, it, he's a young boy too. You know what happened to Arsenal is that we got away from the small type of creative player. And then we started to get on. It's weird because we went and got on athletic players, which the league is not trending to. Like teams that were winning were <laughs> athletic, and then Arsenal went and bought Shaka. You went and bought Lacazette. You went and bought Mustafi. You went and bought Socrates. These men are not athletic. Mm. And you're seeing other teams around the league like to win in the Premier League. You need to be athletic. You need athletes, you need, you need athletes in your centre mid. You can you can't have that many passengers. You can't have three or four passengers. You look at team. you look at you look at the sides that are doing well in this league. Like let's take Chelsea for example. Like Reese James, it's an Kurt athlete. Zuma, it's an athlete. Even Chilwell to to an extent. Kante, these yeah, guys, athletes. they they shift. They cover ground very quickly. They they're run mobile. more than opposition. Like. If you're a mobile, you just get you get exploited on a one-on-one. Even one Man United, you, you get criticised that Man United have something immobile, but they're attacking. They're attacking like are mobile. Yeah. Like they keep you on edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah They're yeah. keeping you on. Arsenal's attacking players. They don't even have that electric. Like Aubameyang without without goals on even the the belief that he's going to score. He doesn't even do that much anymore. Mm. He doesn't care. Like I said, I always said that if Aubameyang doesn't score, he's not. He's, he's, no, he contributes going back, but he like he he does a shift going back. But not very like I said, useful. like I said, the the camera there. Whoever thought about it, people that were suggesting it, <laughs> you man, I just need to figure out like what's going on. But I knew that like I said, it doesn't have the cam in him at all. Oh. There's a player that needs to be in the box. That's mm. it. I don't want to see him doing. Cam didn't, didn't like I said, not create chances when he played there. Because it's not a cam, man. He doesn't even have the, the, he doesn't have the, the right now, idea right now, of space. Right now, like I said, it's more of a second striker than, than a normal striker, especially with his... But he doesn't have speed. He doesn't have that's, speed. Why he plays, that's why he plays second striker. You don't want him to play the agile leading man. But he can't just, run it behind. But, 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 I don't know. That's why you play him second striker, because he doesn't have the speed anymore. You can say he's second striker, but but what happens with your width? Because that, that means Arsenal sacrifice the width. You've now got to create a system where you, you have, have to create a system. How are you going to sacrifice the width? Because... Okay. What system are you playing? What are you going to play Aubameyang out wide and play like a second side? Does that make sense? If you, when, what formation did we play against Spurs? Was it four three one? I think we played four. We played four two three one. Yes. Mm. Yeah, that's what. We, yeah, and that was not good. Sacrifice the system, bro. That's not a system we can play. As Arsenal, Arsenal need three three sentiments. That right now, with the lack of athleticism in the middle, like Shaka and Partey, Shaka was just fouling. Like he's not helping Partey. No, that's what he does. 
He's not helping Pardew. Maybe give maybe give Onelia a go again, but he recover, he, I think he just he must have recovered from Rona last. Oh, well, Onelia and Partey that now now Partey's out like Aneni and Shaka. That's just not that's not helping. Like it doesn't matter until Arsenal can get athletes, guys that are good on the ball. I don't want just pure athletes like Joe Willock, but we need some skill as well. Like we need to be. Able <laughs> what, to what do you think about the omission of Mesut Ozil? Uh, losing Ozil, it's a, it's a, it's a when Ozil was in the Arsenal team, he was creating chances. Mm. Even around that time, when you're talking, Arsenal were really good from after Christmas. Arsenal were playing really good football for a while. We beat Man United in that game, and uh, um, then, and also was part of that. Like Pepe was good in that game. Like that's when Arteta was letting him play with like with a little bit of freedom, and he played Maitland Niles, <coughs> and then he just started to freeze out. Guys. So when, so when, what's happened to when, when? I think I think I remember hearing Arteta say that Ozil has been omitted for footballing reasons. Do you, do you believe that? It's not true. It's, it's, all, it's all to do with that China. First of all, the comment about China, that's already... Uh, see, that, uh, that affects everything. Yeah, but you see, the, uh, now, this is another thing. Do you agree with the club's position around Ozil on that? Because you know, I think he was literally just standing All the football up. clubs are hypocrites because... Let's think about this now. When it's the late, the rainbow laces and Black Lives Matter... There's certain know, things, yeah, yeah. They will support yeah. it and be like, oh, yeah, yeah this club stands against yeah. this. Yeah. But when Ozil says the comment about, oh... So there's, there's a group that's have been oppressed because this one's affecting it, the club's bottom line. Yeah, affects the po- pocket. Of course, that's okay. how it goes. And then Ozil's like, "Oh, we well, then we can't play Ozil anymore." And it, obviously, the excuse is like he didn't take a pay cut, so he mm. doesn't care for the team. But why should he take a pay cut? Like, you're you're the, you're the team. He's, he you're signed the team, the, man. he signed the contract, and it wasn't just him that signed it. The club offered him the contract to sign the extension, so he's agreed to the contract. He is turning up to training day in day out. He's not actually doing anything to warrant being dismissed by the club. The club's gone, okay, we want to sell you. If he doesn't want to be sold, it's not on him to go and find a new club to leave to. Leave to. Football, football is just a lot it's, of Because remember, look, think about it. Do you remember those times where players want, want to force a move, yeah? Hmm. And they're like, oh, I want out. The team will say, we're keeping you here. You even play with us. We even keep you here for as long as possible. Blah, blah, blah. But when it's Ozil, they want him out. Ozil wants to stay. He's like, cool. Reverse the tables. And now people are complaining. I find and he's it. turning fans against Ozil, but yeah, they, that's but that's what all sports. They don't like it when the players get too much power. Like when obviously when LeBron done his thing to his fruits. Uh, same with ever. It's, uh, but it's actually playing out with Harden right now. Harden. No, but Harden's trying to force a trade, isn't it? Yeah, but same with like when Mayweather changed the paradigm, LeBron changed the paradigm. Everyone's upset when the players swift the power back into their into their grasp. Well, don't pay them millions if you didn't want them. If you were paying them pennies, but, then they would be in charge. Ozil's a millionaire. He doesn't care. He can sit on the bench for as long as he wants on way out. He's still getting paid. He's still getting paid. Like that's yeah. that's on Arsenal. They, at the time of the contract, I know a lot of people didn't want Ozil to get a Sanne deal. People wanted Sanchez, but I think at that time it's actually a, a feel good feeling. Maybe Ozil is probably the best player of the Emirates era, and look at how they've done it. Nah, I said, I, I, he's the best player in the Emirates era. Probably it's between nah. Ozil and Fabregas. Nah, I'll take Sanchez over Ozil every day of the week. Sanchez had what? what Even two, after the way he left, two, he left Man United. He, that, what? What do you mean the way he left? As in forcing the move, yeah, the decision to leave. And he was yeah. poor for the whole the year and a half. It was poor for a year and a no, half. It was poor for poor for half a season at Arsenal. We poor for a year and a half. Poor for half. Season before, no, it was season, a bit. season before has been that that great season. It was poor for half a season at Arsenal. Yeah. No, no, that half season when it was doing... Oh, yeah, yeah. 16, was, 17. The season when he was doing this chips. It was the first half of 17, 18 that yeah. was poor and then he went in the January, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, so I was happy that he I, was, I was taking him as Arsenal's... Well, maybe put Van Persie in there, but he was a bit injury prone as well. But it's between him and Van Persie, in my opinion. 
with the West Perth. Oh, oh, Fabregas too as well, yeah. West Perth, MMS. In that case, Fabregas might take Fabregas. it. I mean, I'm not an Arsenal fan, but Probably I'd Fabregas say Fabregas. But then Alex Sanchez and them guys, they won FA Cups. They won a trophy. They won trophies, yeah. true. But Oz has been there. Oz, all of those. Oz has been in there, but Alex Sanchez has been better than Oz, in my opinion. I mean, and it's pretty clear. To I think Ozil was a big part of those teams, like the way Arsenal played. Yeah. If, without without Ozil, Sanchez wouldn't have been banging like that. Yeah, but. without Sanchez, uh, take away how many of those was a famous famous assists. Do you just bang this time? Yeah, then if Jude was so bad, hey, do you know what? Arsenal would have broken the, the what's called the Henri record. He would have yeah, broken it, yeah. Yeah, but we go back in time. Did you read for Lacazette signing? Mm-hmm. The change. Who we know who lost the deal now. Jeru for Lacazette signing. Yeah, like oh, when, when Lacazette came yeah, in, Jeru yeah, left. Jeru yeah. had to leave. Yeah. We know, we know he lost the deal now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Arsenal lost the deal. Yeah, Arsenal yeah. lost yeah. the deal, and we ended up with. You see what Jeru is doing for Chelsea these days, fam. Like Arsenal could use but, that. Stuff. I would say Jeru would suit Chelsea. Chelsea team that day, well, Arsenal starting to try to put crosses in regular at regularity now, but Chelsea team that always put crosses in regular regularly. So, well, the thing is with Jeru is is he doesn't always score his goals like via his head. Like the crosses come in, mm. but sometimes he's it's literally just sh- short, sharp movements that, in the box, and he's just slick. yeah, exactly. I right. heard Wenger said that you can't score from crosses from the left. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, dude, actually doesn't. Sc- if you look at the goals he scored, he actually scores from crosses from the right. He actually does. Like James's cross, yeah, maybe yeah. James's cross was from the right. Yeah, that's it. I mean, was on his scorpion kick. Oh, yeah, scorpion from the, kick from the was left. yeah, it was from the left. Yeah, yeah, that was a good goal. Yeah, yeah. That was a quite impressive from the left. Yeah. Uh, mm. Dude. Great player. Obviously, now we've figured out um, like that Arsenal in their their Tetris situation, and I don't. But I don't want guys to say they don't have the players because teams with lesser players are actually playing better football mm-hmm. and in better places. Are you telling me Brighton got better players than Arsenal? Well, Brighton ahead of us, isn't he? Uh, no, no, ahead of us, but they play better football. Than I think Leeds are above you. Newcastle are above us with a, with a game in hand. I think Leeds are above us. Yeah. They're, playing, they're playing better football. Leeds, Leeds have impressed me this season. Leeds, yeah, Leeds are awkward matchup. Uh, I think they're going to be very impressive against uh, Tottenham. I think that that's the game I see them beating Tottenham because what Leeds do, they match up one one against one across the pitch. So everything is a one-on-one. Everything is a one-on-one. Like they, they're pressing you. And obviously, <coughs> if Tottenham go and sit back, they're going to be shocked because Leeds are playing a totally different game. Mm. They're playing a totally different game. But, all this seems impressive. Well, I'd like to say about United. Obviously, Mina Raiola said Pogba's <laughs> done. Good old Mina. I love him. You know, always preaches a sound bite, always preaches something for us to digest. What are your opinions on that, lads? Well, I don't know. Like, obviously, if, if you know me, you know that like, I'm a massive Paul Pogba fan, isn't it? A big, big Paul Pogba fan. Like, um, and. Obviously, it's incredibly, obviously, like, excited and happy to see him come back to the club in, in 2016. Um, obviously, coinciding with the whole sort of Jose Mourinho sort of, like, era, all of that stuff, new Jose. beginning, all of that. So, um, to see the way, like, Pogba's, you know, essentially second United career has gone, it's not been ideal. I think the first two seasons under Jose, as they, as they always are with whoever, whichever club he ends up going to, are good. You know, the first season probably wasn't that great, but in terms of objectives, obviously won a trophy, got back in the Champions League, all of that. Second season, um, not really in a title race with that City team, but a second place finish, you know, decent enough. Now, the third season, which is where it always falls apart under Jose Mourinho, yet to be seen if it happens at Tottenham. 
is where obviously he butted heads with with Paul Pogba. Now at the time, if you ask most United fans, they probably would have all gone, "Oh yeah, you know, like you know, like we're gonna side with Pogba here. We know what Jose's done in the past with previous sort of superstars. You know, you know what he did at Real Madrid with Ramos, Ronaldo, Casillas. We know what happened, obviously, towards his second, the end of his second stint at Chelsea with Hazard and the rest of them. So, but yeah, obviously now." looking at where Jose Mourinho is with Tottenham, what's going on there, looking at how inconsistent Pogba has been. I mm. think that's the main thing with it. As a, as, a, as a United fan, as a Pogba fan, you look at him and you think, okay, the 2018 World Cup is probably the best I've ever seen him. Obviously, he's playing in, in a team full of other superstars, a system that works for him as well, and a manager that works for him as well. In, um, I can't remember his name. Deschamps. Uh, Didier Deschamps, sorry, yeah. So... Huh? Scrub. <laughs> but wait, wait, um, pause, pause. <laughs> Why is he a scrub? He's a scrub, bro. Wait, like two World Cup with a scrub. Uh, Why is he a scrub? It's not about lost, playing all the time. Lost, Get results. You want to watch flipping World Cup? Sharp. He lost some big games. I thought it was a good fight. I can't think of it. Oh, because it uh, helped you out to get a trophy. Works. And it, works, it doesn't work well for your Messi agenda. <laughs> a manager wins a World Cup, he's a scrub. This guy just says outrageous manager. things. Yeah. Hey, did Mateo's a scrub, is he not? He won the Champions League? Mm. Yeah. What's he do now? Manager, manager. I don't th- I'm not sure if he's a manager, manager right now. They know where he's on. Mm. Mm. Fair enough. Like, that, that bears a lot more credence than... It's a good example. Deschamps. But, um... You happy now? Yes. So, with with Pogba, you know he's been inconsistent, obviously, over the last few months. You can see what Jose's doing at Spurs. It looks like that in that whole environment at Tottenham is a happy one, as it is currently right now. Obviously, that can change very quickly. We know what it's like with him. Uh-huh. But with Pogba now, you think, is the talent that he has and the heights you know he can reach, but he doesn't reach often enough, is that worth the trouble? that his agent brings alongside him because it's almost as if you can put your money on it once every six months Mina Raiola is going to come out and he's going to say Paul Pogba's looking to leave he's not going to sign an extension this club's interested that club's interested he's got offers on the table there 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 whatever now the thing with it is if Paul Pogba was I don't really know how he operates. I don't really know how his team operates. But for me, looking at, looking at it from the outside, if he was fully committed to the club and something that Ryle, something like what Ryola said the other day didn't sit right with him, you would expect him to come out and say something. He hasn't said anything. Which would then suggest to me that is something, part, at least part of what Ryola was saying is what Paul Pogba himself is thinking. Yeah, he wants to leave. Yeah, he wants to leave. Exactly. But... So, I trace back the actual issue with Mourinho and Pogba mm. came from winning the World Cup. Because mm. if you recall, and in fact, there's a lot of explanations for Pogba's inconsistent play. First of all, when they won the World Cup and they asked Mourinho, or like, oh, how did you think about Paul? Mm. Did he say, oh, anyone can play well in four weeks in those conditions? He said, uh, he started having a go at like, he started to like backhand the comments to Pogba. And that's when the Zidane, like, the Zidane rumours about him going to Real Madrid started to come in. And obviously, Pogba wanted to play, wanted to play for Real Madrid. A lot, it's a lot of people's dreams. Mm. And he said, he kind of like, kind of like confirmed like, oh, this is it. So a lot of Man United fans were on his back. Then obviously the Mourinho thing happened. The Mourinho was like, he was having a bad time. And he, obviously, you know Mourinho, he always picks one player that he's going to 
ostracized and it was Pogba. It was an easy target. Pogba is probably the most popular player at that time That's in Pogba. the minor time. Yeah. So when he did that, fine. Pogba left. Um, Mourinho left, and then didn't Pogba wasn't like your best player for the rest of the season. The form that Pogba showed from the second half of that season under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is the best I've seen him. It was literally goal and assist, goal and assist, goal and assist, pretty much every game, and the team obviously started winning. So you can now see that as you see that as a United mm. fan, you think that's the sort of pl- if, if if he can bottle that and produce that over the course of a season, imagine where he can take the football club. Do you know what I mean? If you just put the right pieces around him. But for some reason or another, he hasn't been able to do it. And you now get to a season now where obviously Bruno Fernandes has come in. In a lot of the big performances last season, in big games, United were winning them without Paul Pogba playing. In big games this season, you've seen Paul Pogba fit and not starting. So now it's just but, uh, that game. Remember the game against Tottenham? The the one like the first covered game, game after post. One we drew one one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's probably like changing that game for you, man. I agree. He changed that game. Like Papa has came on, yeah. the moment. Papa has the ability to like change. It. Like in a big game, I'd much rather ride with Papa than I would with Bruno. But you see, didn't. let me see. The thing is, you you picked that example. It's a good example. I think Papa has more. No, but it's a good example. But if I now point back, point to the game at home to Arsenal this season, mm-hmm. both of them were bad though. No, but he's he's just given away a penalty that cost us the game. Yeah, Papa in big games, he's up and down. Bruno, there was, there was there was a game, there was a game not too long ago, I think, where we played. I think it was actually in his first season back at United, at home to Liverpool. Like oh, penalty, yeah. Corner just came into the box. He's just put his arms up in the air for no reason, fam. <laughs> Sometimes you're some fresh things. Do you, do you, do you, see, do you see what I mean? Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Now, fresh things, yeah. Now, and then you, you, you then, you put that up there and then you compare that to the game against City, for example, where if they beat us, they win the league. And, and he meant. scores, fam. And he's just, this is what I'm saying. It's up, down, up, down, up, yeah. down. And that, for a club like of Man United size, like you, you, you can't, you can't have that inconsistency. Re- have, have to, re- you can't be reliant on a player that is inconsistent like that. You, you know just what? can't. It's obviously, Popper's are one of those guys that needs a manager that's gonna like the perfect manager for him would be like a Wenger, a man that's gonna tell him every day, come, come and sit with come, me. I tell him, come, come. <laughs> You've got all the talent in the world. This you is see, what I need. And obviously, I, I think at the beginning that's what Oli was saying. I, I, I've got you, Popper. I know what you can do. <laughs> Whisper in his ear, like, sweet nothing to Pogba, mm. like, you can do. And then, oh, after that, Pogba was, then Oli started looking at Pogba, like, you know, there's something about, there's something about it. That's not, I can't, it's not adding up, bro. Like, do you want to be here? This is what I said. Now, the conundrum with him is, I think, because of his size and his, and his, and his physical ability, you, you think he's the sort of player that can play in a midfield free. Or you know, in one of the deeper in a midfield two. No, no, no he more can't, midfield two. He can't play in either of those. For me, look, looking at him, no nothing to do with his physical attributes or his technical attributes. I think simply looking at just Tactically. his tactical understanding of games and his concentration levels in games as well. He's a sort of player which you have to just give minimal defensive responsibility to. Yeah. So if you're gonna play a four-two-three-one, he plays in the one behind the striker. But then again, I think that's what you, that's what you could. That's you, the only way you, you guys try him there for a bit. And he, he's back to the goal game because like, when you play the ten it's gonna be tired. You need to have play back to the goal, and his back to the goal game ain't that good. No, no, but uh, he's played Pobre, it before. Pobre, Pobre is more of a. He needs to play in a three. He needs to face the goal. He needs to play in a three. But and he, he needs license to go forward. Yeah, he needs to play in a three, and the other two need the other two need to, to be him. able to cover. Yeah. Or 
he needs to play in a three, and one of the wingers is basically a center mid. Like but, but, you see, yeah. but you see, you see, this is the thing for for a, for a guy whose talent is pitched that high, it cannot be the case where we're going. Oh, Pogba only works in this system, yep. or we have to play him in that system. We have to play him with a DM here, or someone over there, or the left hand side. Because how, how are you gonna fit him with? It Bruno? cannot be like that. Oh, Pogba, Bruno, Van der Beek, all of the men fundamentally don't work. It doesn't. No, but sense. I'm talking about all three. I'm talking about. I've, even I've, two. I can cut to the way you can fit all three. But even we say you can't fit all three. But at least Pogba and Bruno, how are you gonna fit them in? If you're gonna cater to Pogba that much. I I don't believe that the three of them. That that even with two of them, the balance doesn't work. Basically, Van der Beek is Van der Beek and Bruno is probably the best combination of those three mm-hmm. in terms of all their attributes. Yeah, mm. because of attributes because Van der Beek can play a little bit of a six and a, or or an eight. But Van der Beek can play with Pogba, but I mean, not, not but you probably can't play with Pogba and Bruno. You're saying Van der Beek can play with both. But Van der Beek can play with both. Van der Beek is very. Yeah, he's very adaptable. Pogba can't play with Bruno. Pogba can't play with Bruno. In the midfield, you need to have a top quality DM like a Kante for that to work. Well, we know Pogba can work or, with or hard-working, or hard-working wingers. Pogba can work with a Kante. As in, as in a midfield three with what? A Kante deep, Pogba and Bruno next to each other. That's the only way I can see them two working in the, in the midfield together. In the central midfield. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't think that would work. Anyway, the, what you would need is probably a three. But it's not just that. You need your team to be playing like, um, possession for like keep the ball, but, but type of to thing. be fair, to be fair, I can't I can't judge all of this three because Man United haven't had a quality DM since Kerry, so that's the issue that they have. Because yeah, think I about it, one that. of the reasons that Pablo was even struggling is because he's getting the ball from McTominay and McTominay can't pass forwards. McTominay's his first ball is 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 one of the fullbacks for you. Or, 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 or like I said before, you might have to play Bruno as like a wide playmaker on the left. No, no, no. let Bruno where he is. Put I think. Another another thing as well is I think someone someone brought it up to me the other day is that it might actually just be that Pogba is a little overrated. I've said that before. No, I don't think overrated. I think Jamie Carragher said it. I think on Monday night football not long ago. You know what I said about Pogba. If you look, if you actually, if you actually look at him and you look at his career so far, like all of his best performances come when essentially he's having his hand held. No, no, no. He was good against. He was one of the best players in that Juve Barca game, that three one loss. He Papa could have made Juve okay. win that game. It was exceptional. Okay, in that game. let's take let's take his, let's take his entire time at, at Juventus then. The only reason he looks good is because he's playing in a side that has won ten straight Serie A's anyway. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Ten straight Serie A's anyway. So which means that this, which means that they are set up to dominate Italian football. Anyway, every game they play, they are going to be far better than your position. And who's that so he's always going to look good. He's up. He's, he's playing in the midfield alongside Marquisio, P- uh, Pirlo, a prime, well, prime a near prime Arturo Vidal. Whatever. Yeah, well, I think that was prime Vidal. Prime prime Vidal. Vidal. That, that was the time they were winning the Copa America, uh, certain, certain, stopping a certain somebody from international glory. But you know that's Neymar. quite as kept. <laughs> Fam, there you go. So, and then obviously at the end of that sort of UA era, he comes to Man United. He comes to Man United. Four or five years after Sir Alex Ferguson's retired, United are still, even now to this day, are still a club in flux. Do you know what I mean? Not quite, haven't really you know, fully you know settled. interesting when you first came to United. I remember when you first came, Graham Sinus was like, ah, oh, I just I don't quite buy the hype. When 2016? Yeah, he says, he says that, you know, he's, he's talented, but he said, he basically, um, in a roundabout way, he said he was overrated. Mm. And he mentioned the things like, you know, defensively, he's not really there, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then, Graham Sinus to put his medals on the table. And I've got, Pogba can bring out a medal that 
Otherwise, all of Tunis is medals. I don't know. Didn't Tunis say that? Yeah, he did say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put both of them put it there. No, but, no, but Tunis is medals. Tunis has a lot of medals. Tunis medals are they do rival Pogba's medals. Tunis has a very good medal that doesn't rival. No, but I think Tunis. Since I think has, it depends yeah, how you view it. Yeah, two Sunnis Champions Leagues. Two Champions League. Two or three? I think it's two. It's two. It's two. But remember, the Champions League was only the winners of the league that year, and the football was. Actually, let me not even say these Champions Leagues. They're worth a lot. Yeah, Sunnis. Multi- multiple league so, titles. Multiple league titles. Sunnis, but Papa's got Papa's got a title. Yeah, but he's got multiple as well, and he's a World Cup winner. Okay, let's be fair. And Sh- plus, he's probably gonna go PSG or <laughs> or when we did and win some cups there. Well, well, let's be fair. Who does Papa play for internationally wise? Who does Sunas play for? It's got a bad back okay. Who does Sunas play for? Who does Sunas play for? Who does Sunas play for? Okay, name me another player in that era. That's Scottish. You can't name one because you don't know it. Dalglish. He said Dalglish. You didn't say Dalglish. Okay, now name the French players. Of that era? Of this era. Of this era. I'm in this era. I'm in this era. No, no, no. You're in this era, but what I'm saying is, in this French team, you have got... Multiple members after world class that bell. you could argue are world class. The world class Kante, Varane, Mbappe. Varane, back then he was Mbappe, Griezmann. That's that's I'm that's. Gonna, I'm not going to remember Griezmann there's, there's, in 20 years. Even, probably e, more. even Benzema doesn't get into the squad because no, of his debut. Benzema, but Benzema, you know why he's not getting. But you look at him; he doesn't get to the squad. He still got guys like Dembele. Matuidi, his job was world class. At his job, Matuidi is now. Playing um, in America. America now, yeah. Who else is there? Um, Umtiti was d- decent. Umtiti's knees. Apparently yeah, knees done. Right. That's why he's not balling no more. But that's that's the thing. Even I do bring up international glory as being a, a what's called a big category for the guys' mm. overall greatness. Mm. If you play for a team that's not filled with talent or not talented, mm. I won't hold it against you. That's you why can't, I, I can't hold it against because you. Because you're just, you're just born into it. I hold it against Messi because his team is talented. He's, not he's talented. They should be it's good enough. Talent to, talented defensively. They should be good enough to win at least a Copa America when Brazil were underwhelming. Tell me one defender. But they've been, they've been, I think Messi has been to multiple Copa America finals and lost. Lost. Tell me the defender. Three. Should be good enough. Tell me the defender. Walter Samuel. Ayala, no, but Zanetti. It's not you're you're saying that there's not enough talent in those in those Argentina sides. I've just told you I'm that t- they've made it to three Copa America finals and they've lost all of them. It, but I don't ask Mr. to win more cups. I don't ask Ronaldo to win more cups. Mascherano, is he not talented? Mascherano was a talented player, but he's played with double agents and he's played under some crazy team. He played under Maradona was his manager. Messi went to has been to three Copa America finals. Lost yes. all of them. He's been to a World Cup final. Lost that one. 0-4. <laughs> but I, I Sometimes don't think it's when you're blessed, it's cursed, isn't it? It's cursed. I don't think it's I don't. I, I, I wouldn't necessarily pin each of those like final losses on him. It's a team not, game. I know it's of a course. pin. I know it's a pin. Yeah. But only one of them is his fault, really. That chili, that chili penalty. That one, I can't. That was <laughs> crying, crazy. I, I love that picture with Sanchez. Sanchez is smiling <laughs> in the background. <laughs> That's a crazy pen that I made. But and he retired there's another. There's a, there's a war criminal that he played with. That has been uh, the fault for two of them. Gonzalo, Gonzalo yeah, yeah. playing Inter Miami. But anyways, but yeah, Argentina yeah. had talent. Maybe the competition of the team not being great defensively, the structure, blah blah blah. But they had talent. But no, but Portugal's go back to game soon. It's, it's unfair to say, oh, why have you won with Scotland? Scotland, they don't have the talent. G. Why but, were you not making Euros? Huh? Why are you not going to Euros? Then? I, I think you did go to Euros did and, go? and World Cups. Yes, the, the the record was like when they qualified with Robbins was like 27, 8, 30 years or something. Um, Sunas played like he played with Douglas. He played in the eighties. He played like thirty four years ago. Okay, yeah, that's fun. But Sunas obviously a great player, uh, loads of loads of talent. Obviously, he's a big hater. We know what he said about Lamella. What did he say? You got. You have to get. They they said that they have to apologize. What did he say about Lamella? 
He said Latin America. I, I don't know how politics. You want me to get cancelled as well? Oh, he said the foreign players like <laughs> yeah, to die. Yeah, he said something like that. You know, you know these guys have got a little bit of bias. You know what it is. <laughs> but and you know how he feels. Remember what he said about Moise Keane? But maybe he turned out to be right about Moise Keane. He's, he's playing well. Moise Keane's playing well for PSG. Well, what yeah. I would say, but, but he said some dodgy things. Remember? Okay, fair enough. He does have that little streak to him. What I would say about Pogba? I would say, I said this for a while now. He's the centre-field version of Ozil. You know why I say that? Hmm. Why? In in great teams, he's fantastic. When everything's built around him perfectly. But when that conditions are not great or near perfect or very good, he goes too far below his standard or what his standard should be. Like, and in big games, they're a bit, mm, you know what I mean? But when they're on the top of their game in great teams, they're fantastic. They'll put up good mm. numbers. But it, and also as well, they have to put them in specific positions. They have specific surroundings. So Pogba has to play the left of a three. This, this, that. He's not. That's really, what I don't like. Or, or also has to play. Has like. to play in a ten. He can't play centre mid. He That's can't play left wing. You know, he can't do this. He can't do that. He cannot play centre mid. He, he can play on the left. No, but you can't do this. He has to do something very, very specific, and he has to have very, very specific players behind him for him to perform anywhere close to his potential. But when you're a great player, that's what that's what great players. Some great players dictate what style you have to play. Obviously, for example, the Messi and Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. See, guys, Ronaldo is more adaptable because Ronaldo obviously has more attributes, physical attributes that make it enable him to do more. Like he can be a number nine because he's like. Well, Messi can play more positions to a better level. No, Messi Ronaldo. can't play number nine. Like he's he's, got, he's not holding the ball up. Obviously, what? Messi Messi right now is suffering because the guys around him are, are pants. Like absolutely pants, and he's his heart is not even there. Ronaldo, his heart's not there. Still. Yeah, Ronaldo as a, he better as a baller can do, I can do more episode. of the attacking positions. You know. No, yeah, but see, more the, the two exa- look at the two examples you've just named there. Mm-hmm. Arguably, well, not even arguably, two of the best examples in the history of football with regards to consistency. Yeah, but obviously these men are not Pogba, consistent. Paul Pogba doesn't have that. But that's the reason why. No, but those guys are dead championship winning players I at the highest level. If you want to care for these guys at like Pogba and Ozil, it's fine, but you have to win. You have to be the, the decisive exactly. factor. They have to but, deliver yeah. on a consistent basis. That's why I even say, I don't think Neymar's even good enough to do that, where they cater for him so much, because Neymar doesn't, it hasn't produced the results I think yet. Neymar, Neymar can... I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't Neymar think makes PSG cater, but what happened to Neymar is that he was shocked that Mbappé was that good. So it really, really blindsided him. To be fair, injuries have, have proven the factor, but yeah. uh, even though I will say Neymar's my favourite player, but when he didn't play for Brazil in the Copa America, they won. That's a, that's a, bad, that's a bad look. It's, it's, a, bad it's, look. Called, like, a, it's called the Ewing theory. So like, do you know... The, what are you reading the book of us? Yeah, you, know Come Knicks, on. <laughs> you know the Knicks here, yeah, they reached the final yeah. of the, without Ewing in it. Yeah. And obviously he was their best player. So yeah. sometimes when you lose the best player, it's like subtraction by like addition mm. by subtraction. Um. So like the other pieces like they play of a higher that standard. Was the, that was the Jordan wasn't there, so Curry uh, Irving at Boston. Same, same concept. No, but the Ewing one I wanna I wouldn't say that because teams get better. That, no, that's, that's, the, that's, that's the year Jordan wasn't there, right? Two thousand, he's not there. Yes, yeah, so I, I can't really because uh, Mark Townsend will get knocked out by Jordan. I'm talking about the first, I'm talking about the second one. Yeah, 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 I know, but Jordan wasn't there. That's true. You know what I mean? Spurs won the title. And yeah. I told you it was bad. He was, was, was probably finished by then. You ain't going to be finished by that. It was still, oh, no, you, 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 retired, you, retired, you retired before 2000. He didn't retire before 2000. He retired like... No, was he with the Knicks? He wasn't he with was the, the Knicks. He was in the Knicks in 2000. He wasn't in... He was in the Knicks when they, they, they got to the finals as an eighth seed. He was in the Knicks. So what's the Ewing through then? Ewing got injured in the playoffs. Oh yeah, and then they won. They won. They went to the finals. Oh, you got injured. Oh, no. Yeah, right. so they said he didn't play the rest of the playoffs. That he year. didn't really play the rest of the playoffs, and they got to the finals. What I'm trying to say is that sometimes get better when they lose their best player. Yeah, yeah. There's examples. Yeah, can happen yeah. for a short burst of time. Happen, yeah, yeah. yeah true. you think for a short burst of time? I think if you look at it, no, sometimes yeah. sometimes it's sometimes not just it a short burst of time. Yeah. Sometimes it literally is that individual player is throwing off the dynamic of the yeah, team. Yeah, it's true. That's mm-hmm. true. Like, you, like that, I remember I remember specifically, the best example for me is that Boston Celtics team when Kyrie Irving mm-hmm. was there a few years ago. You take Kyrie out of that team, 
someone with far, far, far less talent came in. I think it was Terry Rozier mm-hmm. came in to replace Kyrie like, in that starting five. I think they went to, they went to the Eastern Conference Finals, Push, pushed LeBron to, to Game 7. Yep. With, without Kyrie, he was their best player, apparently. Sometimes it works like that. I'm not really sure why. I think it sometimes the it's just a chemistry thing. But the fit. I mean, you have someone like Jason Tatum and Brown, who are two young lions, especially, you know, mm. like Kyrie was impeding their progress. And obviously, not, I'm not saying intentionally or unintentionally, I don't know, but those things happen. And when you, someone of that, especially Kyrie Irving, would say, is he, would say he's ball dominant? He's ball dominant, yeah, of course. And Kyrie, yeah. you know, yeah, ball dominant, ball dominant. Come, you know, taking touches out of those guys. Those guys need that to progress. I mean, it's even like uh, in regards to that, like with the Brazil thing, Neymar actually feels the weight of a nation when he plays for Brazil because obviously he's the heir, he's the successor. He's that from that lineage of, you, you know, the Pele as the star greatest man. footballer, yeah, the star. star he's from that lineage all the way down to the Ronaldinho. Then it was Neymar to take the mantle. Oh, and then Neymar has that, Zika. all oh, of that, no, all no, of his people yeah, on, his, yeah. on his back. And they're all trying to say, oh, Neymar can be this and Neymar can be that. And then obviously, sometimes you can't. It's unfortunate well. because those guys had better players around them than Neymar did. Like those guys, Ronaldo had Ronaldinho, Rivaldo, Cafu, Carlos, Pele had, you know, Jardino, Ravelino, Carlos Alberto, not necessarily Zico, but they had a lot of great players around mm. him, you know what I mean? So it's a bit un- unfortunate for Neymar because the surrounding place ain't as good. It's mad because uh, all, all the Brazilian fours you see now, they're bare raw, fam. They're mad raw. Like, like they just play, like, it's like... Schoolyard ball, like when I see Richardson play, it's like it's a schoolyard thing. It's not refined. Yeah, it's because all the all the Brazilians that you can, all the Brazilians that come into come into professional football, they all come from street football, from mm. playing football in, in favelas, like in Best Brazil. Football. But it's, it's not. Like, do you know like Neymar school is like, it's like it's crisp. It's like you can tell he's worked on this school. But now these Brazilians are coming through. They're mad. It's like they're grafters. It's not like maybe the same. Maybe they've gone a bit more physical in Brazil. Who knows? It's a change, man. The change that needs to happen. I mean, you know, so hopefully Gabby, Gabby Jesus and Richardson can come get to that level where they're refined because they can if they can cultivate their talents and their skills. You got I've got more hope in Richardson than I've got in two, pro- two proper players there. I mean, just a quick a few tweaks here and there, they'll, those guys will become ballers, absolute ballers. That's what it is, man. It's crazy, it's crazy. Um, I would say obviously the Champions League quickly, hmm. quickly. Um, what can I talk about? Big Benzi, Madrid, two he goals. Saved, saved his men. He saved the men. Because the Madrid really boys were about to play Europa League. Save Zidane. Europa League with us, man. For the first time in 29 years. To play Europa League with Man United. Imagine that time. 29, what's that? 29 straight years, group stages, 29 straight years, get to the knockout stages, isn't it? Yeah, the Champions League is their trophy. That's what you call legacy. Some that's their trophy. That's what you call heritage. They, Football yeah. heritage. Yeah, they created the Champions League, basically. That's why, hence why they won the first five, six, or the European Cup wave. They, they won, won the, the first five in a row. So. Yeah. 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 With Di Stefano, Puskas and them guys. But, you know, those are black and black and white. That's a count. Yeah, yeah, that's that's huh? yeah take, take away Pr- Romage's first five Champions League. Pushkas, Pushkas, Di Stefano, bro. Take away their first five. Them boys, serious boys. Man. That's not Champions League, man. That was just European Cup Winners' Cup to me. All that crap. That's <laughs> what it is. This guy's... Uh, Doesn't respect history. He's a 1990... So you're telling me a team created it. He's a 1996 and I'm present. Yeah. So everything before his birth doesn't, no, doesn't, doesn't count. In whole of life, not as football, not as sports. No, only football, the world started in 1996. <laughs> <laughs> my world did. Did your world start in 1996? The, the world, no, not your world. Your, uh, my world. world started in 1996. Your world started in 1997 as well. 1996, the world started. You can't talk about anything after that. No, I can't talk about 1996. Just lastly, to close, obviously, you guys see the result today? I think, is it yesterday? PSG, they smashed... 
Istanbul. Shout, I just want to say shout out to the players for Sam. taking a stand. Mm. That's true. And, you know, in these tough, difficult times, you know, uh, fam, it's good that they did that. Obviously, I don't think UEFA are really going to do anything with the, like what they're going to do. What they said, fighting for suspended for 10 years. That's just. Hey, hey you've got to do, you want drastic things to happen, you've got to take drastic measures. 10 games, that's like life, fam. No, yeah, not talking about the game, talking about the action that the players took. Yeah, I show unity. Mm. You know As you I mean? said, why do you have to say this black guy? Why can't you say that black guy? Uh, them, them, them boys are real ones. Still. Them are did not waste time. There's a real one. Um, obviously, PSG, they finished top of the group, the group, so called group of death. I remember after United beat them in game one, everyone was, guys were saying, ah, oh. I remember one of the pages, I think it was the 360 was like, ah. Oh. Like, oh, in games like this, Neymar doesn't turn up. I'm thinking it's the first group stage game. I mean, even if, if Neymar does smash the group stages, if he gets knocked out by Bayern Munich or whatever, and he doesn't really perform, people be on his back. So me, I was thinking, I don't really care about those games as long as they get through. Because I judge guys like Neymar, Messi, Ronaldo, especially Messi, Ronaldo, but even Neymar to this day, because he hasn't won really a Champions League without don't, Messi. Don't I judge, oh, of course, yeah. Messi has a pass. This is alright. about the knockout stages. I judge them by the knockout stages. Yeah. yeah. Other guys, you know, whatever. But those guys, I judge you by. The, if, if Neymar was poor all these six games and they got through, I wouldn't really care. So the knockout stages where I'm looking at him, you need to perform. You played, you done enough, up until the final last year, and the final, unfortunately, you know, he didn't really perform. Hey, this is a and Mbappe too, because people try to say Mbappe oh, yeah, is on yeah. his level. Yeah. I so you got to hold yeah, the same I, same yeah, way accountable. No, I don't hold. I, you know how I feel about Mbappe. Mbappe had an awful game that day. An absolute awful game, and he missed some big chances. And if he had scored that, it would have changed the whole so narrative. Final. Yeah, mm. it would have changed the whole narrative about Bayern. Mm. This is a weak, weak, weak Champions League this year. There's no standout team. No standout. What's European football? Yeah, there's Bayern European Munich. football is weak right now. There's Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich are not the same. Bayern Munich. They're not the same, bro. They're not the same. They're not the same, bro. I'm telling you that for a fact. They don't look the same. The Bayern Munich is not the same to me. The Bayern Munich that I saw at the end of last season. Like, this season fantastic. they don't Leipzig they, Leipzig played them but well there, there, there this are, weekend there are, there are, free, free. there's chinks in that Bayern armour there's chinks last season I mean teams took their chances last season yeah, the teams took their chances against them they could have they could have got results that, but a Barca, even if Barca got smashed 8-2 they, they had chances but they had chances no but in the first 20 <laughs> minutes Barca had chances Barca had chances because remember Bayern were playing a high line they gave teams chances teams just weren't taking it yeah Suarez obviously you know, Suarez even, even the PSG league. game Mbappe missed a, a couple good chances Neymar anyway, missed a couple good um, chances yeah this is a weak champion because first of all if okay if Bayern are the cream of the crop then what who's next Liverpool Liverpool yeah Liverpool and then after that who you taking all probably, the other teams probably, I can't take, trust probably take City no, you, know. you sit in Germany, we know what they are. Well, well you have to, True. on paper, yeah, but you have to see, you know. Yeah, we can't be, we're just going to be seeing. Who are, even maybe Chelsea's one of the top five, you know. Uh, it's it's a, probably could be, yeah. I think, actually, I think Chelsea's top six or seven. Yeah, that's actually mad, because think about how Chelsea are playing. Like, they haven't, Chelsea haven't beat a top team, 10 team in the league this season. I'm not. No. Oh, wait, Arsenal, wait, whenever he's Arsenal, that will change. Arsenal on top 10. Oh, jeez. <laughs> 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 I don't even score a goal against a team that's not in the top 10. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, so yeah. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Two Man Game. It's a pleasure. Wait. Make sure you like, subscribe, listen, follow, retweet. Share, yeah, no, like I mean. up the boy Mellow's picks, <laughs> <laughs> like it up. Hey, don't worry, JJ's gonna be on, it's gonna uh, be that yeah. Gram soon. Drop yeah, Christmas pick, dropping heat for y'all. It's turkey, yeah, dropping heat do, for y'all. Make sure you follow Agenda FC as well. Still. Agenda FC, shout out Agenda, shout hashtag agenda. the eight, you know. Come on, and we're out. Team J-